Hello, guys. Welcome to the Hustle Continuous podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm here with the sourcing plug. What's good, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Nice to meet you, and I'm excited to do this podcast. For you guys listening who are unfamiliar with your work, can you give us a rundown on what you do? Yeah, so basically, uh, everything originated with me was uh, drop shipping, and that's what I started out with. And uh, it basically turned into me doing 3PL fulfillment, and I'm now basically in, this, in the product sourcing fulfillment game. What is your story with like entrepreneurship? Did you always want to go independent and not follow a traditional path? Yes, it's actually a pretty, it's a pretty funny story. Yeah, so I've always been really like an introvert throughout my whole entire life, elementary school until like, like as far back as I can remember until now. I've always been in my clique. I've been not clicky, but I've had my group of like five to seven kids. Actually, today probably only seven friends that I have currently, which I really don't think is a bad thing. I think it keeps you focused. I think it keeps you motivated. And if you could trust everyone around you, then you're in no better situation, in my opinion. So entrepreneurship's always been everything for me. People like always say to me, they're like, oh, you're 19 now and like you're running a business. But I try to tell everyone, like, I mean, everyone around me really knows that this has been going on my whole life. It's always been business, basketball, business, basketball. You know, I grew up in a house where the, entrepreneur, the entrepreneurial spirit was really like just pushed out. You know, I'm like, I was always inspired, motivated and just push to really be an entrepreneur, be a free thinker and just be different, which a lot of people aren't really blessed to be in a situation like that. Like a, a lot of people I've met and gone down paths, like people's family hate on them. Like people live in situations where a lot of people just don't give them the opportunity, don't support them. And I've just been blessed in that situation. So entrepreneurship's always been like a big thing. My uncle actually, he uh, dropped out of college just like me his fresh after his freshman year. And he started a, he actually was the owner of a record label distribution company. So I think I was 12 or 13 years old and I was at his house for the holidays and he handed me over like a couple records, some t-shirts and some stuff. And he said, yo, go sell it on eBay. So I went home, learned how to make an eBay account, ended up making like $170. And that was amazing to me. I actually ended up spending it in about a week, but it still like showed me like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like I loved it. I got such a joy out of doing that, that I think I continually asked him. Well, it wasn't even that he knew he saw it in me at a young age. So like, he was really like, really important to like this whole process, but yeah, he just kept giving me more CDs, eBay, Amazon, whatever. It's just selling them, selling them, selling them. And then I think I was 12 or 13. Yeah. Sixth grade. So my dad figured out this, this, um, this program called the yay program. It stands for young entrepreneurs Academy. And I think I was, I think it was 14 to join. But I told them like I was like very business minded. I made like a thousand dollars like flipping stuff online. So they're like, okay, let's we'll let this get in. So I joined it, and I think it was Monday and Thursday. I had to sacrifice like middle school basketball. So I don't even think I was playing basketball at the time. I think I was I was going to this instead. So I think it was Monday, Thursdays. It was like four hour program, and it was it was awesome. We learned how to make logos. We made how to write. We learned how to write business plans. Everything. We just went through the whole business model from step one to step one hundred. Everything. So I started a company called XSoul. It stood for Exclusive Soul. It was a, uh, a business store that had an online presence that was built around consignment, bringing people's shoes in, and then flipping them, and then them getting a percentage, and me also getting a percentage. That, that's what the whole thing was built around. And that's actually what like Light Hub and all these stores are built around today. Like they don't have any of their own inventory. It's all based on consignment. So that's what it started out as. And um, I pursued it a little bit, like as much as any 13 or 12 year old would, I guess, 12 or 13 year old. And um, it actually turned into turned out to like me making me like ten or fifteen thousand dollars. I wish I pushed a little bit harder, but you know it wasn't always on my mind. So 
I did end up buying like a brand new car when I was 15, which I'm <laughs> pretty sure not a lot of people can say. Yeah. And then after that, it was, it was like, I was always onto something, you know, I've always been like just so business minded. I always needed a dollar. I really always wanted things. So like I had to make money to get them. So I, I think I bought uh, sneaker keychains online. Like I sourced the product online to get them at the cheapest price. I think I was getting them from, for like 10 or 15 cents. And then I would bring them to middle school and I would sell them for two of them for $5. And then I'd have like kids in the school with my keychains running around selling them. And then I'd give them a dollar profit for each sale they made. So, you know, these kids don't have to bear any risk. They don't have, I mean, maybe we could have gotten in trouble for doing it, but you know, bringing home a hundred hours a week is a middle school. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. So yeah. I did, I did that. And then, um, I started a clothing brand with my friend called intro wear. It was like, it, it was introduction. Like that's what we stood, that's stood for intro wear. like introduction, like the first, the first business of our lives, you know, like the introduction to our lives. That's, it was pretty cool, which we're still actually making stuff today just for fun. But eventually we have some crazy stuff. So eventually we'll probably get into something there and then um i actually imported like segways from china back when the hoverboard wave was going on yeah i think i yeah that's what actually led to me getting into 3pl and fulfillment which i'm in now so i imported a ton of them i got them for really cheap picked them up at the cargo and then i sold them to kids locally made about ten thousand dollars and now uh and then i had like a little bit of gap where i was just grinding my ass off i always had a dream play college basketball play college basketball so I ended up going to the University of Tampa this year, played college basketball freshman year. And, uh, you know, halfway through my business, like I learned about drop shipping early on and then went home on winter break, did about 40K in 15 days. And that just took over my life. Like I was like, okay, I need to take this to the limit. I need to ride this wave as hard as I possibly can and yeah. just lock in fully on this. So I got back to school. I wasn't as motivated in the classes and uh, ended up dropping out and slowly got into sourcing. Uh, I met an agent in China, which is really unheard of, who actually brought those segues in for me a couple of years back. And we started we started the software together, basically that puts your store on autopilot. You bring in a product you're doing well on, we put it up. You pay on you pay daily for your product for product costs. First, we get your product costs down 15. percent I mean, we get your product we we increase your profit margin 15 to 30 percent by getting your product costs down, and it puts your store on autopilot because you don't need virtual assistance anymore since we send the tracking numbers automatically. To the customers and just i've been working on the sourcing and fulfillment side of it which is really insane like it's a huge market that people really never take advantage of yeah so i'm in the product sourcing and fulfillment side of it now and that is what i'm doing full-time yeah so that's basically everything for me so now i'm like the drop shipping led over to the 3pl and fulfillment and now i'm locked in on that full-time and yeah that's really been entrepreneurship for me it's always been everything for me so yeah that's really crazy, man. And like, so are you, were you a self-taught like drop shipper or like, did you learn from someone else? There was a kid at my college that I actually went to and he ended up dropping out halfway through. And I said, yo, how, like, how did you drop out? Like what happened? And this is actually very early on in the year, not halfway through. And he's like, yo, drop shipping. I make 5k a week. I'm like, yo, what is drop shipping? And he would never answer me. He's like, oh, I can only talk between the hours of nine to five. I'm like, all right, this kid is a goofball. So I just yeah. ignored, ignored that kid. Um, my brother's friend got me linked up with this pretty good drop shipper. And, uh, from there on out, it was like just fully locked in on drop shipping. Once I understood drop shipping, I found my spot in the market and I'm taking full control of that now. So yeah, just, I'm in the product sourcing and fulfillment side, not drop shipping anymore. And, um, it's, it's, it's going great for me right now. Yeah, that's great, man. And like, that leads me to my next question. So how many hours would you say you put towards, uh, your drop shipping, like fulfillment? So on the daily, 
since obviously I've, I've gone out outsourced and uh, hired the right people, I have two account managers now, a couple virtual assistants, four factory workers, and also my agent, all employed under me. So I spend around two to three hours on the day, on the daily, honestly. So like usually like nine to 12. And then I work at night too. So, I mean, it's, it, it varies differently, but usually three, two to three to four hours a day. That's what I would say. The biggest thing, honestly, for that is yeah. automating everything. That's what a lot of people have taught me. And that's what I've been learning. I, I caught myself spending 10 to 12 hours working a day on that. And I just realized I could automate some of these things that are, that are preventing me from having a better ROI. So yeah, went out and automated a lot of things and that saved me a lot of time to this day. So yeah. Yeah. It's a dream, man. Just making money in your sleep. That's the only way. <laughs> so like, what are your goals for this year and the upcoming years? Would you say a type of person that really changes a lot, not goal, not goal oriented changing. I'm just always changing. Like my goals started out very low and now they're a lot higher than I thought. I always had the goal of having a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. And then you, you really don't realize how little money that is until you, until you really get up in these works. So, I mean, now I just really want to be a millionaire by the end of the year and then just take it to the sky from there and just prove a lot of people wrong. That's insane. What other tips would you have for the listeners right now? So if you're listening now, I would say just work as hard as you possibly can. And mentally, you have to be tougher than the next person because you think you have self-limits that people, you know, people say, oh, I can only work this. I can only work this. But if you, if you go ahead and look at some of our idols or people that have done it before, they really don't have limits. You have to work until what you're trying to achieve is achieved. There's no limits. And also another really big thing is if you're questioning on getting into a business or you have a business idea, people come to me all the time. Yo, I have a, I have a great idea. I think I should, I think I should do this. Yes, I think I should do this. And then they, and then you talk to them in a year and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, whatever, whatever. Execute, execute, get things going and start things. That's, that's my biggest advice to everyone. If you have an idea or you have, oh, I want to start dropshipping, get into it. You'll learn as you go. Just, just get into everything. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And so did you have to like cut a lot of people out of your life? I know it was probably hard to like go up to family, maybe not even family, but like, was it hard to go up to family and be like, you know, I, I dropped out. I'm trying to pursue this online business. Yeah. Um, so the, there's two sides of it, family and then friends. Like I said before, I'm really blessed to be in like an entrepreneurial type family where everyone just inspired me to be a go-getter, obviously not from the get-go, but after they saw actual results and uh, I went to a bookkeeper, I went to a CPA and my family knew that I was on track to be successful. They obviously supported me as much as any parent would, but some family, you know, doesn't really understand that. Every, a lot, there's a lot of people that be in situ- are in situations now that their families are stuck to, you need the four-year degree, you need that. And that's true for some sort of, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to whatever, 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 if you want to be more of a systematic type of person, which is, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it, then that's how a lot of people see it. So, I mean, my family, I didn't hear any negatives from everyone, anyone. So that, that was pretty good. But friends, obviously, yeah, all the time. Like, like I said, I only have seven friends. I can count them on two hands. There's seven friends that I have, and it's been like that for a while. So um, friend side of it, I mean, the non-friend side of it, I did hear a lot of backlash. People DM me like, yo, 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 why'd you drop out of school? That's so stupid. There's literally this kid in my DM that I saw the other day. Yo, yo, why'd you drop out of school? That's the dumbest thing. And then <laughs> the last DM he said to me, he's like, yo, put me on. And I'm like, what? How does that make any sense? Like, just people see results, and then they just want to ride the wave with you. But 
before right. they see any results. They just, people question, you know, I, I really don't care, but a lot of people are just, you know how it is. Uh, yeah. There's nothing really to say about it. You know how it is. There's a lot of haters out there, but you have to do it for what you're doing it for. Yeah, definitely a lot of people can relate to that. Just people that like, you know, they they, they stick in the sidelines and then until you get to the finish, yeah. they join you. But there, but there is a lot of leeches out there. Like I've been around like a lot of people, just kids that I not even grew up with. People that were around me as I've grown really try to stay stay in the same position that they were even though like i've kind of evolved as a person i really grow like very frequently so yes i have had to cut off a lot of people and yeah i can hang around them here and here i can go play basketball i can do this but i cannot be around these people constantly just because it makes me a worse person it it doesn't let me reach my potential so yeah right right no yeah 100 percent. i totally agree with that thanks for your time it was a pleasure having you on my show and yeah i hope to talk to you soon man Thank you. I appreciate it.